Welcome to The Brand Standard, a podcast that takes the BS out of branding. 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 You'll hear talks on the ins and outs of branding, the must-knows of the branding journey, and overall straight talk about what to expect during the branding process. I'm your host, Chelsea Collins. Let's get started. Hey everyone. All right. It is time to debunk another myth during our Mythbuster month. And that is that branding is too expensive. Let's get real with this topic. Full transparency. Yes, branding can be expensive. However, it shouldn't be considered as an expense. It really should be considered an investment into your business to set your business up to the greatest opportunity for success. Now, that being said, there are a lot of factors that play into this assumption that branding is expansive. Those factors are the starting budget, the designer chosen, payment solutions available, and the amount of work done at once. So let's go through the factors and ways to keep the costs reasonable. First, let's talk about the starting budget. When you are ready to start branding your business, you should have a somewhat healthy budget depending on the size of your business. This budget should be included in your business plan for any loans or investors you plan to use when starting your business. Your starting budget should include branding your identity, your marketing materials, as well as your website and social media channels. You want to include every and all items you may potentially need designed, even if it's down the road. You want to make sure that that's in your budget. To get an idea of how much branding could cost in your area, you could find designers that you like based on their portfolio and see what their pricing is. Once you have all the price points from the designers you like, create a ballpark budget based on those price points and what you are comfortable with spending. Next, let's talk about the designer you choose. This one's a pretty big one because with designers, there's probably a designer for every stoplight in America. Actually, maybe even double that. You have plenty of options to choose from, and that will be overwhelming. But you want to do the work so that way you can find a designer that's easy to work with, You like everything that's in their portfolio and you feel like they would be a good long-term designer to keep for your business during the beginning, the middle, and everything in between. Your best bet is to ask your friends and family first if they know anyone who does branding design. If you come up empty-handed going that route, then you'll start looking on social media, mainly Instagram and even Facebook. Instagram will definitely have a great way to see all the images because that's what Instagram is. It's all image-based. So the portfolio will be in their posting. With Facebook, you'll probably see some, but you'll have to probably go on their website once you find them through social media to see even more of what they offer for their portfolio. Now use keywords such as brand, branding, brand designer, graphic design, any keywords that has to do with that to try and find these people. You'll definitely come up with a lot of possibilities 
So you'll want to kind of narrow that down to probably like, I would say five designers that are your top five, because depending on their availability, they might not be available when you need all of your designs done or they just aren't a good fit. So having five to maybe even seven designers to go through would be a good idea to do because then the price points will be different as well. So you'll be able to get a good medium ballpark. You'll be able to look at the images on Instagram and Facebook and kind of see what their style of design looks like, which is really good to see because every designer has their own style and you want it to make sure that it fits what you're going for. Now, it can be a long process to narrow the possibilities down, but you want to look at all the information first. You want to have those decisions to make. And once you have narrowed it down to a few designers, like I said, five to seven, you'll want to answer some questions, which is the availability, the designer's process, like what the cost is going to be for the branding package. And you should also ask about their design process, such as like, do they give a contract? Do they have a specific timeline for the project? Do they have a clear access point? If you have any questions or concerns along the way, and do they have a payment plan as a payment solution? Now that's a big one. And that last part is a lead into the other factor mentioned above, which is payment solutions. This one is an important one to keep the cost from being a lump sum payment. There are designers out there that will work with you with payment options. I am actually one of those designers. I help clients on a case-by-case basis when it comes to payment solutions. Payment plans are usually done during the different stages of the project. In my accounts, I ask for a deposit before the project starts. A second payment is then made when the first set of proofs are seen and then feedback is given. And the last payment, which is the final balance, is invoiced before the final files or printed materials are delivered to the client. Now, the last factor that we're going to touch on is the amount of branding done at once. Now, if you're planning to get your entire branding suite done all at once, then most likely it will be the expensive route. Now, you could ask your designer for the payment solution and then pay it in segments, but getting everything done all at once is a hefty package. The best way to keep from getting things too expensive all at once is to do your branding in stages. The first stage is your most needed branded items, such as your logo, your business cards, and any marketing materials you need to promote your business right away. Your next stage would be your website and social media graphics, and then more marketing materials, banners, lead captures, etc. would follow. Now, the state sequence is, of course, up to you. I just gave you an idea to go off of, but by designing your brand in stages, it'll keep the cost down with design and also with printing, but it'll also help with keeping the overwhelm to a minimum. And that's kind of what I do for my clients. I want to make them comfortable and make this process an easy one. So doing it in stages is always great. Plus, it makes it easy for me because then I can keep everything organized in the stages. Now, there is nothing wrong with doing your branding design and printing in stages, and there is definitely nothing wrong with payment plans. I personally love these two things because they mean that it's an ongoing process and a project that brings in income for me during multiple stages and months on some occasions. So it really allows me to have that 
lasting relationship with my client, as well as it divvies up the monthly income for me. So it's a win-win in my book. Now, when it comes to debuting your branding, sharing the process with your audience could be a great way to engage and hype up your potential clients. You could share the design process with your branding designer and say that the creative sessions are underway to develop the brand for XYZ. You could also share your stationary stage as your logo on your business cards, all printed and waiting to be placed in their hands. Then you could showcase your marketing materials that are branded and printed and ready to go out, etc. Like these are all things that you could share on social media with your audience during the process of developing your brand. This could also be a great learning phase so that your audience can learn more about your business as it is being designed and created. You can debut your brand in stages like I just mentioned, or you can debut it all at once and unveil it as a finished brand. The choice is as well yours, and it just depends on who your demographic is and which version they would be interested in being a part of. Because like I've said in previous episodes, the majority of your branding is actually decided upon by your audience, not necessarily you. So take an idea of who your demographic is and see if they would want to go through the process or just see it as a finished brand and kind of mention once and then be done with it. I just want to say thank you to spending some time with me today. I am excited about this one. So thank you for joining me. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday to continue debunking these myths about branding with me. Until then, make sure to grab a copy of my branding starter kit for free. This will show you the top three things you should focus on first when it comes to branding, in my personal opinion. This kit also gives you insider information about the terms that you will hear during your branding process, which is great because it'll give you a leg up. And lastly, you'll be given some best practices to keep in mind when you are developing your brand and nurturing it. Don't miss out on this. Again, it is free. The link is www.double8designstudio.com slash get the kit www.double the number eight design d-e-s-i-g-n studio s-t-u-d-i-o dot com slash get the kit you can also find it in the show notes i hope you have a great rest of your week and i look forward to the next episode airing next wednesday talk then